Hi, and welcome back to our next episode of Big Deep. Just a quick note before we start. After you've listened, if you like what we're doing, please subscribe, like, comment, and rate our show in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Those subscribes, likes, and comments really make a difference for our show. Okay, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy what we've created. Welcome to Big Deep. Hi, and welcome to the Big Deep Podcast. Big Deep is a podcast about people who have a connection to the ocean. People for whom that connection is so strong, it defines some aspect of their life. Over the course of the series, we'll talk to all sorts of people. In each episode, we'll explore the deeper meaning of that connection. In this episode, we speak with the founder of one of the world's largest online dive communities, as he unmasks what it means to be a diver in today's modern world. Hello, this is Paul Kelway. And I'm Jason Elias. Welcome to the Big Deep Podcast. In today's episode, we speak with Stephen Whelan, founder of DeeperBlue.com, one of the world's largest online communities for freedivers and scuba divers. When we spoke with Stephen, his humor and intelligence informed a sophisticated understanding of where the world of diving is today as well as where he sees it might need to go. But beyond the business of diving, Stephen also shared his love for getting in the water and how a simple class when he was on vacation as a child led to a lifelong passion that has shaped his life. So I'm Stephen Whelan. I'm the founder of DeeperBlue.com. I'm a scuba diver and freediver and sort of ocean advocate and have been doing this for the last 22 years. I actually had my first experience scuba diving when I was seven years old. I was on holiday with my parents, as you do when you're seven years old. I think I was the Canary Islands, sitting around the pool. There was a guy who looked a little bit like Jacques Cousteau, long white hair sort of thing. And so he came along and said, does anyone want to learn how to do scuba diving? So a guy chucked you in the pool with a cylinder and, and a regulator. And I remember I went down to the bottom of the pool and experienced breathing underwater for the first time. I thought, this is amazing. So when I was 13, I actually had a a scuba diving club that was related to Navy cadets at the school here in London, where I'm based. I went through all the different certifications up to instructor level. And the instructor at the time said, are you sure you want to do this? As soon as you get to this sort of level, you're forever more worrying about everyone else around you. And that became very, very true. And at university, ran the club, had loads of stories about what diving was all about. This was 1996 now, it was the early days of the web. So I started hand coding and hand crafting web pages. And I started publishing stories about my diving adventures, essentially, and my teaching adventures. And that then became the foundation of deeperblue.com. So that was the start of the journey and freedivers came flocking to Deeper Blue and for a good 10 to 12 years, Deeper Blue was synonymous with freediving. In fact, a lot of the world champions you see today started their career by typing in, I'm William Truebridge, I'm interested in learning a bit about freediving and off they go. Will Truebridge being the 15 or 16 time world champion freediver from New Zealand who now lives in the Bahamas setting world records on a very regular basis. He actually talks about the fact he was on Deeper Blue from day one. So that was just a 
amazing, mind-blowing thing for me. The site has grown and grown and grown to the point where it's one of the biggest websites in the world now to do with diving generally. We have quite a significant impact, I think, on the diving community and certainly are seen as thought leaders around the various types of diving. But it's weird because essentially for many years, it was run out of my bedroom. So, you know, you wake up in the morning, get yourself a cup of coffee and wander into your spare bedroom. And that's the worldwide headquarters for deeperblue.com. I'm just wondering if you could speak to how have things changed in the community of scuba divers and freedivers? I mean, is there different ways or different types of people that are connecting to scuba diving and freediving today than there were, say, 20 years ago? I, look, I'm a diver. <laughs> I probably class myself now as a as a bad diver all round. So bad scuba diver, bad freediver. But that's just a symptom of having too much on my plate at one time. I'll be honest, if you put a whole bunch of people in the room, you could probably pick out the crowds, the typical average scuba diver and the typical average freediver, because the scuba divers tend to be the middle-aged, overweight guys. And I'm being slightly harsh here because I'm definitely a middle-aged, overweight guy. And, you know, the freedivers tend to be the younger, 20 to 30-somethings, very fit, athlete-style people, which, you know, hopefully will change over time. A lot of people think back to, depending on generation, you know, Jacques Cousteau or Sea Hunt on the TV. But people these days understand and know about diving from things like Blue Planet, some of those amazing documentaries out there where they hear about people going underwater and filming these amazing shots of animals. And I think more people are getting into it nowadays very much around trying to understand what they can do to help the ocean and get involved with saving the planet. I think from a freediving standpoint, it's a slightly different perspective. People still are very much around helping the ocean because freedivers tend to be much more about lifestyle, not just about helping the planet, but also helping themselves, being fit and healthy and living in great locations. There's a lot of people they can look up to. Heroes, essentially, people who've set world records, who are doing some amazing video shots in the cenotes over in Mexico. There's competitions all over the world where people are setting record depths of 130, 140, 150 meter dives and all films all the way down, all the way up, which is just truly amazing. I think with scuba diving, it has become a bit, bit boring, being a bit harsh here, and I'm a scuba diver, but if you talk to kids these days, they don't want to be seen to be doing the things that their parents are doing. But I think a lot of people in the scuba diving industry, if they do have heroes, tend to be the real adventure divers, the guys and girls who do cave diving, who go to extreme parts of the planet and be real adventurers. With freediving people like, this person is an amazing athlete. They've got a toned body. They do yoga. They go and hold their breath for ridiculous amounts of time. It's got an element of danger, an element of coolness about it. So there's two main things that people to get into diving, they need to do. So one is it needs to be around ocean conservation. How do you help save the planet and do the right thing? The second thing is utilize sports like freediving, like cave diving, to have these hero figures that they can start their journey, but know that that's where they're aiming for. I was going to ask you about that because, and it's quite comforting to hear you saying that you don't think of yourself as a good freediver. And I think 
one of the perceptions perhaps is because it is this very Instagrammable, aspirational lifestyle activity that it can almost be perceived as something that's only for the, the, the superhumans, but it's actually much more accessible than that. So, I mean, the question I suppose is, do you see it as something that anybody can do or try? And, and how would you like to see freediving evolve in the future? So let's get this clear. Freediving is absolutely not a sport that is only for the elite. The key thing to understand is that it's got nothing to do with lung capacity. It's got nothing to do with what age you are. It's got nothing to do with size, shape, or anything along those lines. The idea is it's an inch and a breath. So if you are in water only an inch deep and you're holding your breath, you're freediving. I think getting as many people in the water in any form is something that can bring you an appreciation of the most beautiful underwater world that we have. And unfortunately, also an appreciation of all the terrible stuff like plastic we're chucking into our oceans. Ultimately, getting people in the water and experiencing it in whatever way that is, simple, complex, shallow, deep, experiencing it firsthand, divers of all sorts need to be ocean ambassadors in their own right. Well, you said that at the heart of things, it's about getting in the water. And I'm just wondering, sure, there's many experiences that you've had, but is there one particular experience, uh, either scuba diving or free diving, that was particularly memorable that you'd like to share? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's a recent one, actually. I got the opportunity to go and do some shark diving in Fiji. I went down to the south of the island and it was a totally amazing experience. Diving with 40, 50, 60 different types of sharks. Different types of reef shark, different types of bull shark. In one of the dives, we had about a seven foot tiger shark come in. And there were probably 25, maybe 30 bull sharks just literally just in front of me, just circling around. And it was the most calm and most relaxing experience. At no point did I ever feel things were out of control and I felt threatened. It was the most humbling experience that these beautiful, majestic animals would let us be in their environment and observe them. It was calming, which to a lot of people is not the way they think about it. But to me, it was truly the most amazing and majestic experience I think that I've had in my 26 year career in diving. Finally, we often end our interviews by asking our guests a single open-ended question. What does the ocean mean to you? Oh, good question. The oceans, to me, 70% of this beautiful planet that we're on is water. And we know so much about it, but also so little. I think whether I am sitting on the beach, enjoying it with my family, or underwater, snorkeling or, or freediving, whether it's going on a shark dive in Fiji, it never ceases to amaze me what a beautiful place it is and how important these oceans are to us. And I think it's our time to look after Mother Nature and the state of our oceans as well. 
Thank you for listening to the Big Deep Podcast. Next time on Big Deep. If it's sitting there laying on the bottom with a fingerprint, a pubic hair, anything. Imagine finding a murder weapon and that murder weapon is the key to the arrest and the bad guy goes to jail. We really appreciate you being with us on this journey into the Big Deep as we explore an ocean of stories. If you like what we're doing, please make sure to subscribe, like, and comment on our show in iTunes, Overcast, SoundCloud, or wherever you catch your podcasts. But those subscribes and likes really make a difference. For more info on our guests, extra audio and photos, as well as updates on anything you've heard, you can find a lot more content at our website, bigdeep.com. Plus, if you know someone you think we should talk to, just let us know at the Big Deep website, as we are always looking to hear more stories from interesting people who are deeply connected to our world's oceans. Thanks again for joining us.